People need to stop yucking other people's yum, you know? Thank you. Like, come on. <laughs> Although um, we do a lot of that on here. I mean, if, no, people, okay. if people are fans of Jewel, I, once again, I apologize. Oh, that no. Every episode, it's come up something embarrassing that she's done. How dare you, first of all, Ryan? <laughs> How dare you? She lived in a car. Yeah. And she can still have fun, and, you and know? you live in a house. I thought you were going to say she could... She could still live in a car. I was she like, no. yeah. You know what? I bet she could, <laughs> Ryan. And then one of the Power Rangers killed somebody with a sword. That's that. a different podcast, I guess. Pow. <laughs> Hey, it's the Music Video Podcast. Hi. Oh, my God. Hi. We are on episode number nine. Yep. It feels like episode number nine. It, it is. How have you been? I've been fine. This is Ryan. I'm sorry. It's Chris. You guys know that. You know the drill. Yeah. You get the... People know the voices you by now. You know what's happening. We are very similar. I will say that I, in life, do not think we have similar voices. But on here, yeah. Occasionally, when I'm listening to this, I forget which one of us is talking. Somebody told me they thought that you sounded like... Who's the guy from This American Life? I've lost it now. Ira Glass? Ira Glass. Glass. Someone told you that they thought that I sounded like Ira Glass? Yes. And they didn't mention me at all. Like a, So it's a little bit like when somebody told me I look like Billy Corgan, and I was like, I, I did not know what to say. And well, I, I was like, oh, no compliment at all for me. Uh, that's, felt like that's quite a compliment, pointed. but that's also so incorrect that it makes me question someone's like concept of reality. Yeah. Because I sound like just like a, 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 a marble-mouthed, uh, like... Uh, queer Eye Fab Five Reject. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what I sound like on the air. So we're we're here this week uh, with a guest. Our guest this week is uh, very tall. Uh, he's a great improviser. He is. Uh, he knows a lot of dogs. He's a great collector of vinyl. He knows a lot of stuff. I can't wait to hear him unpack his full list of notes for this. Uh, our week. Our guest this week on the music video podcast is Chris Arneson. Hey! Tall Chris is here, you guys. Tall Chris is here. Hey, you know, I love that nickname. And also, you gave me that moniker, from what I, I understand. <laughs> I called you Tall and Chris you? behind your back for probably a full year. Full and then year. I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to tell everybody that's what his name wow. is. Yeah. I never knew that that wasn't just an accepted nickname. No, that's a new one. Wow. That, is, that, that was, was a, me, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was and quite... I am not a nickname giver. I consider nicknames to be a little bit of like... When people are sort of power strategizing, it's like, like a, a like a George W. Bush. It's thing. a little bit of a bully move to okay. give somebody a name you think they should have. But since I kept your name, mm-hmm. and I just added an adjective, and I didn't, it wasn't like uh, dumb Chris or mean Chris. No, it's tall Chris. Yeah, dumb Chris would not be good. Mean no, Chris, yeah. can you imagine? Yeah, mean Chris. Oh, I hope I'm not that mean. No, so it's tall Chris. I was quite intimidated to have tall Chris on our show because he knows more about music than I do. I Maybe. fully expect. I fully quite, expect. By like quite, and a lot of people know more than music, more about music than I do. But by a, by a large contingent. I I mean I I had a long way to go because my parents don't listen to music really at all. Um, and really, I think we had like one Billy Joel cassette tape growing up and a Randy Travis one, and which, that was the amount which of music of each? I had. Uh, Billy Joel. Yes. Uh, which album had we didn't start the fire on it? Um, uh, Stormfront. That <laughs> album then. Yeah. So see, look who knows more about music than me. Actually, right there you go. Um, yeah, so I didn't listen to a lot. So coming, I used to live in Germany as a kid, and we came back to the U.S. and we had like MTV, 
and it was blocked on our TV, of course. But right. like watching that at friends' houses and being like, oh, look at this like entire culture of music. Why don't my parents listen to music? The first concert I ever went to was a Vince Gill concert with my mom. Um, so yeah. I I probably also saw that tour. Oh right, she was he was with uh, Trisha Yearwood. Yep, I yeah. saw that one. Okay, well, I saw that, I saw are, that are we the, the same water, person? Waterloo, Cam, <laughs> the most important thing about this podcast is not that anybody has heard music, but that they have watched it. Yes, and so if you have, uh, my taste in music is almost exclusively visual. I. The things that I listen to are, I will agree. I will admit they are. They Stop. are bad. They are made by sellouts. They are made by people who uh, just want to have fun and make money. And uh, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan only listens to uh, uh, the soundtracks from the Michael Flatley productions. <laughs> Chris of the regularly dance. points out on this podcast that I do not care what singing sounds like. No, I you not only, you do care what singing sounds like, and you don't like it if it's good. <laughs> uh, that's that's very commendable, I think. Though I prefer something a little. If someone uh, is gifted. I like things that are shouted. Singer. I like things that are but that not are shouted, nasal, but not allowed. Sing. That are whined. I was just listening to the new Jenny Lewis album that came out on Friday. I listened a little bit of that yesterday. Yeah, and I was like thinking, is I was like, someone told me that Jenny Lewis is a bad singer once, and they were like a classically trained like singer that I met in college. And that still was very insulted by that because I adore her. Yeah. And I think that's, I don't know. I think it's an unfair thing to say. Someone is bad at singing. Like, are we ranking people? I guess we are. People are doing that. I don't think Jenny Lewis is a bad singer at all. Yeah. We are a podcast where we do give top threes. So, right. We oh, are ranking no. things. As a rule, we are ranking <laughs> we things. We are going to be ranking things. Okay. So, this week, we are ranking things uh, by um, music video directors who later became film directors. We found on this podcast, there were like several episodes in a row where we kept bringing up Francis Lawrence. Yes. Francis Lawrence directed Slave for You. He does a lot of like apocalyptic videos. And yes. then he made The Hunger Games. He directed Red Sparrow. Yeah, I directed Could I Have This Kiss Forever, where Enrique Iglesias <laughs> is in that uh, underground pool. Wow. Yeah, exactly. And I, I talk a lot on here about uh, Mark Romanek is one of my favorite video directors. Mm-hmm. And he's gone on to make a couple of films. And so we're just digging in with Tall Chris and regular height Chris and short Ryan today about film directors Aww. who started in music videos. Yeah. And I, so do, some of the ones we've already talked about. I mean, we talked about uh, Francis Lawrence a lot. We talked right. about Mark Romanek a lot. Um, we've, we have talked about Valerie Ferris Jonathan Dayton and, and Valerie Jonathan Ferris. Dayton, yeah. 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 Um, we talked about Tonight Tonight. Right. And you controversially claimed that to be a pop opera. Oh, man. Do we have a tiebreaker here for that, Tall Chris? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was on a whole can... episode. I don't know if I have the uh, knowledge to to call title something a rock opera. Because I don't know. I mean, like, I, I don't... It, it's, it's really... Flam- I'd say flamboyance and, like... And I don't, but I don't know. Like I'd say, it's more of like a. Uh, I think that's a no. It's I an mean, homage. It sounds it's like homage. it's a no. It's, okay, yeah, that's fine. No. That's fine. That uh, episode is already on the record. And it's, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I mean, it is it. one less video that we need to cover this week because <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. should, shouldn't have written it down. It's it's it's, it's great. Uh, an interesting thing is that I looked up some videos, assuming that those directors had gone on to film and. It was people who just stuck with videos. Yeah, I I, uh, I fully expect uh, Melina Matsukas to like 
from like Lemonade. Day, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for her to start making movies. Oh, yeah. There's Some like, would say that she's already doing it, but I like feature films. Right. So one of the rules that I had for myself that I do not hold anyone else to is that I primarily stuck to videos by people who had not directed movies yet. So, for right. example, Gus Van Sant directed Under the Bridge by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. But he had already made a couple films first. And so I was like, okay, I'm not going to count okay. that one. That is... That's a good rule, I think. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson directed a lot of cool videos. He directs for Heim. He directed a lot of Fiona Apple videos. But he had already made Heart 8, Boogie Nights, Magnolia before he started doing those things. I guess that's fair, but I did. And it's just my rule for myself. I know. You did. You, but it was it was your rule for yourself, but you also presented it as a rule for me when I told you that I was going to pick Paper Bag as my number one. You, see, you absolutely can. I didn't. I have recast. Okay, recast well. that part, and we'll talk about paper bag on another episode. I'm but, sure we will. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about it in, a, in an episode where you talk about movie directors that go and do music videos right. later. That, that's a good so. point. We have a we have a, we have a whole series. There's a lot of episodes yeah. to come. There is probably because I I chose four different directors, uh, one directing team. Okay, and then, but um, but yeah, and I I didn't do the research ahead of time. But it looked it had looked to me that the the start for all these people was videos, music yeah. videos. Did you find any anyone who's better than one or the other? Um, I, I definitely, I, yeah. like Mark Romanek, for example, has like 30 beautiful, brilliant videos. And in movies, he has two movies that are okay. I, ooh, that's a very good question. Um, you know, I, I would say, yeah, I'd say personally, um, but only because I think one of these directors, because I was looking into Michelle Gondry, and right. I love Eternal Sunshine. I love Eternal Sunshine on the Spotless Mind, but I'm pretty mellow on pretty much every other movie he ever did. Right. Um, like uh, Green Hornet. Green Hornet. <laughs> I forgot he did that. Um, Be Kind Rewind might be the only other movie he did that I liked. And okay. it, I didn't love it. I just thought it was fun. It had like Jack Black and Most right, Def right. in it. And I liked was, when Most Def was acting. Was Michelle Gondry One Hour Photo? Who is One Hour Photo? Mark Romanek. Yeah. Mark, Mark Romanek made One Hour, hour photo. photo and Never With Let Rob Me Williams? Go. Yes. Oh. That's a great movie. And they're yeah. both... It got terrible yeah. reviews. I did. Yeah. It, like, Unfairly. It was. <laughs> Unfairly, I think. Uh, and I actually said they were fine, but I like Never Let Me Go quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if I've told this story on this podcast before or not, but I saw Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind in Mexico uh, in Spanish, <laughs> and it was not subtitled. And I had that's a great no movie idea to what the see. Fuck was going on, <laughs> I was like, is, what a great movie wow. to see in a mo- in a language that's not your first language. Uh-huh. I have a e- question: Eterno Resplandor de Una Mente Sin Recuerdos. <laughs> what was that the name of the movie in Spanish? It was okay. Uh, I have a question about that too. Have you ever seen it? since then in english i have okay. i i have and i loved it i yeah. just did not i i put a lot of pieces together for me hearing <laughs> it in a, a language where i have a larger vocabulary yeah did you that has my favorite okay. supporting cast in a movie i if, if those people were a little less famous or maybe like in a netflix situation i would love a spin-off of the of like the dream team yes like the team of mark ruffalo people. kirsten Dunst, elijah wood oh yeah yeah i think their scenes are Great. I could use more from them as people, as just contributors to movies. Yeah. Need need more Kiki. Yeah, Elijah Wood's been doing a lot of TV, and so far, everything he's done, I've, I've been a fan of, it seems. so. Has Elijah Wood been uh, recast as Daniel Radcliffe? 
Mm. Maybe he might feel that way. Yeah. Is does he feel that way? Or he, Daniel, it depends yeah. on what his Lord of the Rings contract was like. He might not care. Yeah. I, well, I'm he might assuming... just be buttoning a top button and going to record store day yeah. in different countries and just like living. I mean, up. Elijah Wood is like doing okay. He's not. It's yeah. not a. It's not like how Lindsay Lohan feels about Emma Stone. Right. I don't feel like. Yeah. He doesn't feel like he's getting his parts taken by Daniel Radcliffe. I hope not. So tall Chris, regular Chris. Yes. <laughs> regular height Chris, tall Chris. Uh-huh. I have a question for you guys. Do you have today top three videos that you'd like to talk about directed by directors who later directed hit movies? Yes. Or good movies. They don't have to be hits. Yes, I do. They were not hits, but yes. <laughs> it's all relative. I've got some hits in here. Actually, I have some. You're right. One of mine got some, a I've got a couple yeah. of blockbuster hits. Yeah. All right. Tall Chris, we're going to start with our guest. Yeah. In the realm of film directors who started in music videos, what is your number three? Uh, my number three video. Oh, man. Um, okay, so I went through like a lot of these, and I, immediately the first thing that came to my mind was Spike Jones. Okay. Um, and I remember like, growing up and watching all of his videos because he did like early Beastie Boys stuff, and it seemed like he worked with them a good amount of time. Like I remember, like I lived in Arizona. There wasn't a lot to do out there, but ride Huffies in the deserts. <laughs> okay, um, and I grew up and remember seeing this video for the Beastie Boys "Sabotage." Yeah, totally. And it was like the coolest thing I'd ever seen. It was like adults playing pretend. You know, like I mean, they were like, you know they were as adults as I could have imagined. You know, right? And yeah. they were like doing like they were dressed up in cops and like playing like putting fake mustaches on and and like making everything into this like huge um like it it felt like a dumb joke you know and i was yeah. like that's the coolest thing i've ever seen how is that a job also <laughs> this video is amazing um yeah it's definitely a send up of old yeah. cop shows like yeah. Yeah. starsky and hutch is definitely one of the 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 closest references that it's making yeah and it's like iconic now i think too Definitely. And I think, uh, yeah, Spike Jones was also the first person that I thought of when given this yeah. for similar reasons. I, I think he just has, like, some of the strongest just visuals of things that we've seen. I yeah. would say of people making music videos that think their videos are funny, Spike Jones may be the only one who <laughs> makes funny videos. I would agree. I don't know. Like, he has so much that it's hard to dive in. I remember, yeah. like, seeing a thing on YouTube being, like, all 76 Spike Jones videos. And I was like, there can't be that many. Um, Spike Jones is the only uh, MTV release DVD director collections. And Spike Jones oh, wow. is the only one that I own. That's on my shelf right now. That's, is it? Yeah. Awesome. That's are there special features on it? Yeah. And some like alternate takes and some things that are longer. Yeah. And I, I, wow. I don't know. I was kicking a lot of you stuff didn't around. Volu you didn't volunteer that information? I literally just thought of When it. I was asking questions about like the making of some of these spike jones it videos. just occurred to me that i, I wish that. i could find out like interviews that's or this, something this, like that. this is not a scripted podcast we you know there's not go you know things spontaneous things occur to me and i say them on mic doing it live yeah oh when did that dvd come out it's a dvd right yeah it's like probably like mid-aughts it's probably from like 2005 so probably missing some stuff there's definitely missing some stuff because yeah. he's somebody who didn't like leave videos behind no he still does he is inspired to direct in every format he had done. He had done a 
I was saying this before too, um, before we got on the air here. Um, he did a fragrance commercial a few years ago. Yeah. Um, if you look up like Kinzo World, the new fragrance, and it's just this woman doing this incredible dance and like she's like extremely expressive with her face and her movements and everything it's almost violent and i think that's a lot of things i really like about when he does stuff it's experimental and it feels like he's just and i think michelle gondry does the same thing too mm-hmm. where it feels like they're tr- every single video is like a promise to themselves that they're going to try as hard as possible to do something new yeah. for themselves. Well, and Spike Jones isn't married to one genre either. Yeah. He he makes videos across yeah, every would, genre. He yeah. does like people dancing, though. Yes. He does, for sure. He likes that, and he likes to record things. He likes people to do things backwards and film it so yeah. it comes out forward, it seems. Um, um, he directed Adaptation, which I oh, think yeah. is... That's one of my favorite movies, period. Yeah. Um, and it's one that has sort of like a an intellectual kind of comedy. It's kind of a surreal comedy, but then towards the end, there's a scene of just like shocking violence, and it's an action movie for a few minutes. And I think maybe that's the one that Sabotage reminds me the most of because it's like it's comical and fun and like high spirited and and it's you know in on the joke, but then it also has like car chases. Yeah. Yeah. And action. Yeah. Regular size, Chris, Mm -hmm. do you have a number three? Yes. uh, That's a great segue into my number three because my number three is by Spike Jones. Wow. It is, it might be the first music video by Spike Jones. It is Buddy Holly by Weezer. Wow. This is, these two back to back, they go really well together. Yeah, (laughs) they do. They're thematically doing a similar thing. So does my number two, and we'll get into that when I get there, but... uh, because spoiler, my number two is also by Spec Jones. But uh, so Buddy Holly is set. So it's a it's um, Weezer is performing at Al's in Happy Days. You're right, and uh, it's all like filmed like a lost episode of Happy Days, and it's intercut with footage from Happy Days, and it's like and they have like a stand-in do like the Fonzie dance, so it looks mm-hmm. like Fonzie is dancing to Weezer. Um, have you ever seen the episode of Happy Days that the footage is from? Well, it's all from different episodes. Well, Fonzie dancing is Fonzie all. dancing is one episode. I have not seen that episode. He's in like That's a true. dance marathon, and he's made a bet with another greaser that the loser of the dance marathon, meaning the person who's left dancing at the end of the weekend or whatever, will sh- the person who loses shaves their head, and Fonzie's hair is like his his whole thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so if he stops dancing, they're going to yeah. shave his head in Al's diner. Wow. That's the episode, or that's the narrative of this video? That's the episode where they got the footage of Fonzie dancing. Okay. <laughs> the narrative of this video is just that Weezer is in... Is in... Is, is happy, playing. Yeah. Happy days. Yeah. Uh, the, the reason that it was brought to my attention ever, and I think this is true for a lot of people, is that it was bundled with the release of Windows 95. What? Uh, that's amazing. So when you installed Windows 95, and the day that we, as like a aspiring computer nerd when I was a child, the day that we received Windows 95 was like the happiest day of my life up to that point. <laughs> uh, also, of all the videos you could have gotten for free, like that one is I know. a gem. I know. Yeah. And I think that, that also played a large part in like why Weezer, as we know them, like exist. But it was... Uh, I, think I remember yeah. watching that and thinking like, oh, music videos could be cool. They, it's not just like uh, 
for uh, like pop songs and right. whatever. And I, if anyone is listening to this, they know that I'm not dismissing pop music right. in any way. I am its biggest fan. I will never let anyone see my uh, uh, Spotify top 2018 tracks. Oh God, mine are the um, worst. <laughs> can I tell you? Can I tell you the hottest take that I have about like old Weezer versus new Weezer? Go after it. They're the same. They sound exactly the same. Yeah, they're exactly the same. <laughs> oh <laughs> they, man, that is if a you, hot take. If Holy you sh- if you shuffled all the songs and put them on like nope, seven different I, albums, I agree would be like, completely. Yeah, these are the same. I agree completely. If Buddy Holly came out today, they'd be like. But I like Mary Tyler Moore. What? Yeah. Oh <laughs> God! Head. Yuck! Yeah, yeah. I if you, if Pork and Beans was on their first album, that would be everybody's favorite song. I yeah. I don't know. I mean, all this new Weezer stuff is like it's. I just I'm bored. their cover. I'm bored their cover them. album is a boring it's choice so of songs. Boring. It's very just karaoke. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not apologizing for that or allowing I, that. But in terms of their like original songs, they are astonishingly similar to everything else that they've always I done. I just don't like Weezer like consistently talking about how bad their last album was. Every time they release an album, it's an apology for the last one. This, like, one's not, uh, this one's good. No, this, this one's good, you guys. We promise. <laughs> I still... I think at this point, I'm just uh, I'm so bored of them that I only like Pinkerton still. And I think it's because it's not even... A lot of right. it was... was I don't know. I just I, I love I like that album a lot. I don't know. I haven't listened to it in a while, so maybe I'm bored of it too. But yeah, I mean this this whole cover like, album thing is is absurd. I like blue and green. I like some of red. There's I like one some of red. Too. There's one that's called. Are you talking Her- about albums or just colors? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> both. <laughs> both. There's one called Hurley that has a picture of Hurley from Lost on uh-huh. the cover. That has a couple songs on it that are okay. But if they, yeah, it's just like. I, and also, I think part of the problem with Weezer is that first album has like ten perfect pop rock songs yeah. on it. Yeah, and uh, it's like, how could these all be on the same album? Fun fact about Buddy Holly: the the single. I don't know about the video, but the the single was released on uh, September twenty seventh, nineteen ninety four, which uh, is the day that would have been Buddy Holly's fifty eighth birthday. Look at wow. that. Is that on purpose? I think so. Yeah, it had, had to, it there's has to no be. way it has to be a coincidence. And also, Buddy Holly, the video is in the Museum of Modern Art. You know, Chris, I was... Uh, they really? they have... Yeah. I think it was like New Year's Eve or something. Sometime recently, they recreated the video on stage on tour. Oh, that's fun. Did, they had, I know like, Weird Al was in one. He's in one of their... He's new, in their new newer like, cover video. Yeah. He might be in Africa or something. And I do love Weird Al, so... And they did the Muppet one too, and I loved that. So. Yeah, and when I said when I said well, only Spike so. Jones's videos are funny, of course I that's excluding Weird Al. Obviously, Weird Al is funny. I'm sorry, but he's never worked with Spike Jones. I don't know if you're being serious or not. I am being serious. I, am- I didn't mean like the comedian who makes music <laughs> and videos isn't funny. Can you imagine? Some, somebody oh heard this and was like, "What about Weird Al?" He makes okay. some funny, funny videos, guy or lady or whomever <laughs> is, is stating that it, earlier in the podcast. If someone is getting mad about a podcast, it is certainly a man. If yeah. someone is audibly 100%. verbalizing uh, their frustrations with this yeah. this <laughs> inoffensive podcast, it Dear is idiots. certainly a man. Yeah. How dare you? Certainly a person that has not like, experienced any other form of that. So my number three, I'm sorry, I apologize to everybody, is not directed by Spike Jones. Gasp. Yeah. It was directed by F. Gary Gray, who directs mainly like huge action movies. He directed uh, Fate of the Furious, the newest Fast and the Furious movie. Mm-hmm. 
he directed is that he's, one di- out he's directing, that one's out that's that one the one with out? Charlize okay. Theron um, he's directing the new Men in Black movie with Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson okay oh, I'm interested he directed yeah. a movie that I cannot recommend highly enough for anybody with eyes and ears it's called Set It Off yes it's please it's about uh, bank robbers yep it's from like 1994 it's about it Queen Latifah Queen Latifah in like braids with like a bouncing muscle car yeah. and like a machine gun and like a hot girlfriend. It's like what? the it's like the yeah, town. Queen Latifah is when people talk awesome about movie. like movies that were robbed of Oscars. Movies that rock. Queen Latifah in Set It Off. She plays Cleo. Get on YouTube, put in Cleo Set It Off. You're gonna find just a total badass. I, um, sounds great. The music video. <laughs> this isn't a set it off podcast. Yeah. I'm happy for it to become one. If anybody wants to do that, we can spin that off later. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, yeah, it has like a. Uh, there's a car chase and set it off where they're robbing a bank and they get caught. So their getaway driver just drives an SUV into the bank to pick them up inside the bank instead. It's like that kind of movie. That's this smart. was made in what year? Like ninety like six? Ni- yeah. Five or six? It's it has Never the En Vogue song Don't, Don't Let, Let Go, Go Love. So it's when En Vogue was missing one girl. No. It was No, it's right the, after it's that. It's the last were. song re- that was released by En Vogue as a quartet, but it's on the because it's just on the Set It Off soundtrack, but it's also on the, the album that came after that, which is E V three, which is just the three AKA missing, No Dawn. Missing, missing one. Dawn. Right. Um, the video that I picked, it's called Miss Jackson. It's by Outcast. Oh, I like this pick. It's great. One of the reasons I picked it is because there's such a juxtaposition between the kind of movies F. Gary Gray went on to make and how sweet Miss Jackson is. Is Miss Jackson sweet? It is, is the sweetest video in the world. So here's You're just saying that because there is the presence of dogs. There are dogs and cats and turtles and owls. They're being helped sing this song by just all their, like... Forest friends and pet household pets. It is not great to Erica Badu's mother, though. Okay, so it the, does not the, do right by her. Yeah. The song itself is because Andre Three Thousand and Erica Badu had a baby. They broke up. Her mother does not like him. Mm-hmm. They maybe do now. Maybe we've all grown. It's been a while. It's been For a while. Sure, yeah, their baby is like twenty years old. Twenty-five, probably. But in the it, the the point of the song is is that life when you're running into your your ex's mother and she doesn't like you. You live in the same neighborhood still. Mm-hmm. In the video, the way that's portrayed, in the beginning, she drives by and she sees them like working on a car. But There's, she like, is dogs and cats. She is like, oh, cast this one. to be like a local spinster bitch. She's, she's cast to be somewhere between. Well, like, you're projecting Gladys a little Kravitz. bit. I'm not saying she's not. wrong. I'm not saying she's wrong. She am, might be. I am not she projecting might be, that. I am picking exactly where they. Like, she does give them like a scowl. She's like a they real. They put like, her yeah, in like rollers and a house coat. Yeah, like I'm. Yeah. That's not a projection by me to say that she's cast as just like an unkempt. Uh, well, she's not kept, She's getting ready. She's like getting her hair done. I don't think okay. she's the villain of the video. She is absolutely she's, the villain. Of she's the video. in it for twenty seconds, and then after she's gone, they, these are the things we see: Andre and and, and Big Boy is a Big Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are uh, they're trying to keep their their house going, and it's raining, and their house is leaking, and the power's out, and they've got a lot of animal friends. All of the animals are like. There's a puppy that walks across the keys of a piano in time to piano notes. 
there's like animals bobbing their heads to the music, singing along. I just, I, I love the whole thing. It makes me, it makes me smile. I need to watch that video again. It's great. You, you are a real sucker for just like the presence of an animal. I am. Let's and also it, yeah. it has, these are things that Outcast has in all their videos where there are period details mixed with modern details. So there's like an old classic car. What period is it set I, in? I think exactly. That's, yeah, that's got to be. Uh, Eric, so, that's got to be the differences between Big Boy and uh, um, Andre. Andre. Yeah, yeah, because they they definitely. I think Idlewild definitely showcases that the most. Right. Or like when they did the speaker box. Uh, album. There's always retro costuming mixed with present day. Yeah. There's always like then and now kind of things. In this one, it's the cars. The cars are all from like the 40s and 50s. Yeah. Did F. Gary Gray also do Waterfalls? Yes. Is that one of yours? He That isn't one of my top three, but he also did TLC Waterfalls. Whoa. Um, that was like the big budget one. That's probably his like known for. Yeah. Rest in peace, not Lisa. A, not a lot oh, happens yeah, all in Waterfalls, yeah. though. There's a lot of like, you know, the scenarios and the sort of three chapters. I think the reason. Oh, I guess that's true. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Alex right, Max right. CGI I, will always stick out of my brain. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I, for, I'm not I actually forgot about, about all the vignettes. The, the water figures. Yeah. If I, if I watch Waterfalls, it's to see Left Eye's rap. What I was going to say is when you brought up Speaker Box The Love Below, Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Uh, once she wanted to do a TLC album like that, it, but she framed it like it was like a battle, which I right. We'll which see I also sells the I most. secretly yeah. love, but I would have loved a triple album from TLC, a T L a T Buzz album, yeah, a, a Left Eye oh album and a Chili album. Yeah, Left Eye's album is for sure the best. No judgment on the other gals. I'm sure they're yeah. doing great. That Broadway musical, I, I'm so excited to see. Lisa Left Eye Lopez's album is. Great. I will say, Lisa. Left Eye is 100% correct. Her album would have destroyed theirs. Yeah. That she was, if she was if they around... De- if they debuted at number one, number two, and number three, hers would be number one. If, Who would be number a, two? T-Boss. <laughs> okay. I don't know, though, because you could have gotten... You don't know who what's, what songs they're getting. Yeah, you what, don't know what people who's are getting. Featured. Also, in what part of their careers, too. I mean, well, it would have been had a, a past. And it then, would have been in place of that. In place of that, okay. She would have done that instead of... <laughs> that could have been going to going to Honduras. <laughs> I don't know. Like she would, had she lived on that trip, she would have come back and made this album. Yeah. So my number three is Miss Jackson. Talk, Chris. Yes. What is your number two? Man. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if this counts because he's directing a movie right now, and it's not out. It comes out this year. It oh, stars. I feel like something of the moment counts. Okay, it yeah. stars Rihanna and Donald Glover because this is uh, Hiro Mirai because he's like Donald Glover's like guy. Like he's done like five of his videos, including more recently, This Is America. America? Yeah. Wow. I yeah. I intentionally looked up the director of that video to see who it was yeah. in case it applied. And he directed, uh, but here's the thing. He does a lot of TV. He directed the entire first season of Atlanta. He directed a season, an episode of Legion, uh, episode six of the first season of Legion. Wow. That, that um, show direct, is, yeah. that's film level directing on both those shows, but Legion especially yes. is such a puzzle. Okay, so I'm really touring. This is America is a really great video. I really love it. And I don't know if it's because it's so new that it sticks out to me. And I watched it maybe a billion times. I think it's brilliant, yeah. I think it's, but, it's almost perfect. Yeah, it's a great video. And like I was really torn between... Because uh, he's done the like other vi- shocking violence, yeah, followed by joyful dancing. Yes, is really like, and he's done you, like watch every second of it. 
He's done like what? Like I'm looking now. He did 3005 for Childish Gambino. He did Sweatpants for Childish Gambino. And he did Sober. And yes, he he's a great. He's his, the setups for his cinematography are perfect. For all those, all those videos are great. I mean, like I think that he's a perfect video director. And you see when you watch things like Atlanta, and they do these like really great creepy, like shots and stuff in them. You can see that in his videos. Like he he does these little things that are I think are supposed to make you feel a little uncomfortable, and they stay with you for a very long time. Yeah, I mean, I think we could do like a full two hours on the symbolism within This Is America, just like frame by frame of yeah, that. Yeah, totally. It is packed with references. Yeah, Literally it's, the it's a rare video shot, that's like gifable for punchlines that also like makes you gasp at like symbolism. Right, yeah. which is yeah. sort of the point. I looked up real fast uh, the movie he's making with Rihanna, which is like, that is great news, first of all. Yes. Uh, how do you say his name? Hiro Mirai? I believe, yes. Um, it's called Guava Island. And the storyline, because this is still in production, so it's not very big synopsis. It says a tropical thriller that casts Donald Glover as a musician with designs on pulling off a scheme to rob his way into the good life, which quickly gets him in over his head. Do you think Rihanna plays herself in it? Oh, I had I not thought so. of that. I love that idea. Yeah. I didn't see her in Battleship. <laughs> oh my god but i did see her in oceans eight and i did see her in the like the youtube clip of valerian that i saw i watched valerian and she is by far the like get to her scenes because that's the best part well she's in it for like two minutes yeah i think i watched all of it she on plays YouTube. like a cabaret singer whose yeah. appearance changes yeah that's awesome yeah it was great regular height chris what is your number two my number two is also by spec jones as i hinted at before that's right uh, it is It's Oh So Quiet by Bjork. Oh my god, yes. I I love this one unconditionally. It is, if not for my uh, my childhood affinity for my number one pick, this was also a strong contender for my favorite music video ever made. I think it's, it is. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's fantastic. Is, uh, my favorite moment in the history of all music videos, the like single most thing that I want to see all, Can I all day, all the time? Guess? It's not, yes. Please guess. It's not what you think it is. Okay. Is it the end of the video where they like she, she gets lifted up in the no, sky? No, I love that. That's so good. Yeah. The thing that you think I'm going to guess is Dancing with the Mailbox. Yes. What is it really? It is really uh, when she goes around in the revolving door a third time. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. She, yes. Like, goes, she goes around once. She goes around twice. She like goes around a third time and it's like so those people are trying to get into this Goodyear tire center when she loves when she kicks a tire like a That's tire so that bounces good. away or she yeah, does the so wall strong. the wall flip thing too yeah she does a wall flip will you so walk us through like what is the sure. plot and the execution of it's so so quiet sure bjork is uh getting an oil change and she's in a a um like a jiffy lube or something and she's in the bathroom and then she comes out and the it's filthiest the bathroom grossest bathroom I've ever seen in my life and then she yes. comes out into the tire world uh and the verses of the song are filmed in slow motion and it's all like very like hazy and dreamy right and then the chorus of the song it's like a like a musical style uh like choreographed over the top 
uh, dance routine thing. Yeah. I yeah. I'm very York like is dancing. Uh, to be clear, Busby York Berkeley. Very is, like tap. Yes. Very yeah. like Cab Calloway. Right. Yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah. It's it's really 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 outstanding. She, it's and I her love most minimalist it. video look. She just oh has, yeah. Like, she might not hair. have any makeup on. She has on a little like orange t-shirt dress, like a big shirt. Yeah, and then it's, like just yeah. like a a black jazz shoe. I couldn't believe it's, when, in my mind, this is from like 2002, but it's from 1995. Yeah, it's from a long time she ago. She hadn't made that many videos at that point, really. No, and it, what's so interesting is that it starts with her in that gross, gross bathroom. Yeah. And so if it just came on on that, you would it's not very expect in keeping it to go with videos where it was. Of it's the very time. in keeping with videos of the time and very in keeping with her video right before that, which was Army of Me. Yeah. Uh, which is like wild and her... Uh, um, uh, that's that's the one where a dentist finds a diamond. A dentist who's a gorilla finds a diamond in her mouth. Yeah, she's like driving a tank and yeah, just me- me- metal teeth. Really outstanding. But yeah, in this one, she just is like dancing around a tire shop, and then yeah. a, a mailbox comes to life, and she does like a partner dance with that, and then she flips over a thing, and then yeah. she uh, floats away floats to heaven. Away, oh yeah. my god! Like Ugh. at the end of Greece. Yeah, well, it's, it always takes longer at Jiffy Lube than you think it's gonna. <laughs> it takes a long time. That's the video is about how long it takes to get your oil changed. Yeah, they want to offer all those other things. You just they want it. They want to change your air filter. Right. They want you to get a new brake pad. They want you to right. like, do all this stuff. They want you to. We recommend talk about that you fall in love. Yeah, yeah. A thing that, and I don't want to get like extra dark on our podcast, but you know, Bjork very like notoriously has made one movie. She's in Dancer in the Dark for Lars von Trier. Yeah. And it was very well received, and she won a bunch of acting awards and stuff, and that's why we have her singing on the Oscars in a swan dress. It's because of that movie. York swan dress looked great and shouldn't be made fun of. Right, I love it. Oh, well, who made fun of it? People make fun of it all the time. Yeah, it's, it's always iconic. on the, like, the worst worst dress the Oscars it looked, ever. It oh looked and fit correctly my like favorite doesn't deserve part to be on a, of that on a worse dress list. is that she dropped an egg on the right red carpet first was an <laughs> oh egg um but bjork very famously will never make another movie because she was miserable on the set of that movie because he treated her so poorly to get what he said was a good performance he had to get through just like torturing her and the movie itself is already so dark and i just think like if bjork's movie debut had been in a spike jones musical she would have never stopped. Completely agreed. Like, oh give her God, something yeah. like my, joy-based. Like, obviously, the dirty bathroom would have stayed. In, you know. Oh, yeah. Lars Van Trier would have been like, you don't come out of this bathroom until you take a real shit in that toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, my God. He is going to, like, like, I, I want everyone wanna... on set to smell that shit. <laughs> I've said, you know, that I'm not here to indict anybody or to accuse anybody or anything like that. No. Lars Van Trier is fully going to kill an actress Lars before Van Trier, this is over. <laughs> he is going to, like push somebody else is, they're gonna would, fall off a building or he something he would delight in it I had to break her back so Lars Venture would willingly go to prison for the rest of his life if it meant getting a live murder on if film. I described oh to you God. the plot of of Dancer in the Dark or Breaking the Waves or Dogville you would be like no that is a horrific they they changed that that's a horrific thing you should have described if I described to you uh, Antichrist by Lars von Trier yeah, my, I have a friend that has a, a cross stitch that says fuck Lars von Trier above her stove I've seen them all that's I think great. I think Melancholia is a good movie I think that I've seen them all but I do think for if you have somebody who is as pure talent wise and is ready to collaborate if you watch all of these Bjork videos each one is just from the imagination of like a genius and she's game for anything. You'd be lucky to direct her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you can't. 
And yeah. So. yeah, no, she's never going to get a movie. But she's making videos like every every afternoon. She makes an amazing video. Yeah. Well, that's my number two. It's that's a great one. Yeah, it's it great. almost made my list. So I love it. Yeah. Ryan. Yes. What's your number two? My number two, his name has come up a lot so far, is by Michelle Gondry, the director of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It is uh, a video that I love a lot. It isn't the first one that'll come to mind by this band in collaboration with him, but it's my favorite. Um, it's by the White Stripes, oh. and it is a video for a song called The Hardest Button to Button. I love that. Yeah. It is, is that, yeah. wait, is that the one, is that the, oh, whoa. Is that the Lego one or is that the... The no, Lego one yeah. is Fell in Love with a Girl. Fell in Love with a Girl. I love the Lego one. That's a good one. Hardest Button to Button. I love Fell in Love with a Girl. I, I think that's, thought was like yeah. stop motion. I thought it was like based on still mm-hmm. photographs. It's uh, Jack and Meg White and they are just sort of moving almost like Caterpillar style through New York, through like train oh, stations and yeah. parks and it's just one image at a time sort of duplicating. And they have their instruments, um, right? She's playing, yeah, she's playing a bass drum and he has an amp and a guitar. Um, I looked up how it was made because I knew I wouldn't describe it very well. It says the video uses pixelation animation to create the effect of dozens of drum kits and guitar amplifiers multiplying to the rhythm of the song. So each beat of the song, there's a new set of drums and a new amp that they're on. And the way they filmed it was... um, they had like 30 drum kits and 30 amps and they had them stand at the the closest one to the camera and so she would hit a beat on the drum and then like work backwards she would move to the back one they would take the front one away so they did that till they were all gone and then they played the video backwards he, so, I swear that's like his thing yeah. I don't know like um, he does it with some other stuff and a, a, the thing that I like about this one is he much like Spike Jones, meets a song in a band where it already is he didn't come to them with an outlandish idea that he would have for anybody. He listened to the song. He knew their aesthetic at that time was very like minimalist. They always wore the same colors. They wore largely just the exact same things all the time. The song is very like minimalist and very like perpetual, where it's just like heading towards something. So it's it's perfect for the song. I don't have anything funny to say about it. I uh, will defend Meg White's drumming if anybody wants to uh, oh, leave I a think comment. She's great. And uh, yeah, I'm moving what? real fast through this one because I love it. It's so good. What is Meg White up to now? Meg White married Patty Smith's son, Patty oh, okay. Smith of uh, Gloria and Because the Night, Patty mm-hmm. Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, she married her son, and they are just like chilling in probably Detroit or somewhere um, outside of the limelight. And uh, again, I hope she's somebody like Elijah Wood who has like a fortified. Uh, contract and she's just like eating up those seven nation army royalties. I feel like she wanted out a long time ago. Yeah, I think that she's sort of like I don't want to say famously, but it's on the record that she has a lot of like anxiety and sort of like uh, issues with like being in the spotlight and being famous and like a, a public persona is not as interesting to her as a private one. I mm-hmm. even feel like Jack doesn't like being famous, but he likes the luxury that his success can gain him as an artist because I think he's able to do yeah. things that the he thing with to do. third also man, looks, third man yeah. records, like creating his own label and his own brand and yeah. doing, doing so much for vinyl and stuff, I think is really important to him. So he's being able to get yeah. tickets to any baseball game, any baseball game, exactly. Yeah. Release seven inch baseball themed records at yeah. the stadiums that he loves. He's also going to every record store day in the country. He's getting guac exactly the way he likes it. Yeah. I hope she is too. I hope I hope Meg White is having guac exactly the way she likes it. Uh, yeah. 
And what was special about his guac recipe? It was chopped up into chunks. It wasn't mashed. It was like it was like potato I, salad with guac with with avocado. Try it. I bet it would. It's be just like tossed chunks, like a pico de gallo, but with right, but with avocado. Yeah, I can and get it's into also that. it's also that thing of like he. It's like the M and M's thing from yeah who, yeah yeah. If he gets his guac and it's mashed, then he needs to know like, did you check the lights because you can't even get the guac right. Yeah, he needs to make sure like somebody's this. not gonna fall off of a rafter. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I when I went to concerts as a kid and someone was like climbing like the like right the bell yeah tower or whatever to like I hang love up that. lights I was so scared oh, I was gonna yeah. say I'm I pretty was sure like, that was Pearl Jam guy that's like yeah. Yeah. yeah he does that a lot just like but like the crew like not, right, right. Oh, I know I know, I know oh sorry. after the opening act the the like when somebody's the like going up starting, to like put up the stuff yeah I think that's terrifying I couldn't like, do that myself because I remember I went to the all for they're wearing like tour black cargo shorts. Yeah, black yeah, yeah. sneakers and there's like uh, a um, <laughs> they've got a coiled extension cord around a cable around yeah. one shoulder and they're just like up a ladder yeah they there look, was like a pillar yeah. of like speakers that they was look like, like a strong out. version of me usually yes they have like keys they have lots of keys and, and lots carabiners of keys, and a lot of carabiners all their belts. a strong black framed pair of glasses, glasses yeah uh, a calf tattoo if they're going bald they're wearing one of those newsy hats for sure yeah, yeah. One of the ones that Ryan wants to work out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. that <laughs> to was work out once a long time ago. Oh, <laughs> someone hasn't forgotten. All right. Anyway, <laughs> tall uh, Chris. All going back to me, baby. So it's time for number one. Okay. If anybody has, like, what if we had just rapid fire style? Rapid fire if style anybody has any notes for things about. that aren't your number ones, sure. any trivia, any quick oh God, things that you want to like so much. go out. Now's the time. Go for it. We can do those. Anybody, I would. Yeah, go for it. Is that, okay, so I, 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 I'm not going to pick anything by them at all, and I want to. With Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris, we talked yep. about them a bunch. You mentioned them in other the episodes I've listened to, so I was excited by that. Um, I love the video for 1979 by the Smashing yeah. Pumpkins. Yeah, and they work together a lot, but like the, the, the people they really worked with a lot seem to have been the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They have... A yep. lot of videos with them. One of them is my number one. Oh, I'm excited for it. Um, also, I have I have like a couple weird notes that I was like I was surprised at the people they worked with. Um, one thing up up top, they have an unreleased Britney Spears video they directed. Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris do. They do for um, the like 2005 one. I like didn't come out. I think that's what it was. Yeah, I don't even know what song it was. It just says unreleased Britney Spears video, and I tried to. I looked online. I was like, maybe it got leaked, you know, but it's never been released, which I think is crazy. What? I now I need to know what song it is. Yeah, and I apologize to get that little worm in your head. Um, that's yeah, that's a great thing for us to track down. Track Another that thing down. is that he did. They did a Macy Gray song for sex, sexual, sexual revolution, revolution. Yeah. yeah and uh erica badu was in that song i believe that was the that was the was that the lead single for that album i think so yeah. that was the album that she wore the dress yeah yeah my it album was, drops my on, album yeah. drops on it was september raunchy. 18th 2001 <laughs> i had to double check to make sure that that dress did not say september 11th 2001 oh man that would have been insane right it doesn't it was september 18th and then the last one I have for them is they did a video that I was going to swerve and make a joke that this was my number one. 
because it was uh, a big part of my high school era. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, I, yeah. I saw this online. Yeah. Corn's uh, Freak on a Leash, yeah. which technically has two direct or three directors. Because it has an animated sequence. Yeah. So by does, Todd McFarlane. Right. I want to talk about this briefly. Yeah. yeah. Just touch on. That's touch, why, let's why do, I wanted yeah. to talk about it. Touch yeah. on Freak on a Leash for a second. Mm-hmm. First of all, please tell me everything about you getting involved with Corn. Okay. I can do that. Um, I I moved around a lot. Um, no, I know I, that I said briefly, and then I said, "Tell me everything." everything. Um, I was a new metal kid at some point uh-huh. in, in middle school and high school. It like, I think it was the um, the I can, I'm tr- the family values tours mm-hmm. that would happen. Yeah, like, uh, Limp Biscuit, yep, Corn, yeah. and like all these other bands. I listened to a lot of punk and when I lived in Florida sure. and then when I moved to Ohio, I was miserable there growing up uh, and finishing off high school. And I just turned a lot of that into like the aggression and anger that was at the time, new metal music. Uh, so it was a lot of rage against the machine. It's uh-huh. like, no mom and dad, you can't tell me what to think. The government's a lie. Still <laughs> believe it. Um, the people in 2019 who are surprised to find out that Rage Against the Machine has A, any political beliefs, and yeah. B, th- that they're on the left is Insane. shocking and hilarious. I'll never forget Paul Ryan getting told um, by them that they hate his guts because he was like, my favorite band is Rage Against the Machine. And it's like, you could not be more tone deaf you if you tried to. the machine. Which, remember when uh, he climbed that fake tree on the VMAs? Oh, That's yeah, why they did. broke up. That's why they broke up. I love that. The VMAs, the VMA shenanigans break up bands. That could be like its own theme in and of itself. I would talk about oh my God. David Lee Roth forever. I got some high opinions on some of that stuff, too. I I watched like every single one of them in the 90s for sure. Like I was obsessed when I had oh, access yeah. to it. Um, but no, I, I so, love that video, though. I don't know why. I mean, I, I think it's because it was animated. Part of it was animated. And I really liked it. And I thought it was like super edgy, which was okay, like up yeah. my alley back then. So here's where I'm... Here's where I'm lost, just generally. Yeah. Not with you. This is totally. not you personally. <laughs> I understand how someone who is like getting into to new metal mm-hmm. or old metal or mm-hmm. present metal, uh, <laughs> more any, present metal these days. Any condition of metal <laughs> would find themselves in a rage against the machine moment. Yes. Sure. The leap to corn, because corn is a lot. To digest. Corn is a lot of like like um, there's a lot of dad troubles with corn. Mm-hmm. A lot of like my favorite member of corn is the guy whose eyes are blacked out. Monkey. He wears like full makeup. Oh, I like the drummer too. I don't know if any. I don't know which band members of the band are still around other than Jonathan Davis. I think Monkey came back. But One also of them had a religious epiphany. Probably Monkey. And has released like, like Christian, uh, like a hymns album, Christian metal, and oh Christian a, metal, a special book about his. He released his biography, and it's about that. I would. I don't want to do a full episode on it, but like a just like a twenty Ooh. minute dip into a Christian metal video would, that would be, be great. A little would be, a little uh, would be wild. A little drop us, little drop episodes. Yeah, little, little digestibles. I'll, we'll do that. We'll do that for our bonus eps. I okay. So, I think corn. I loved that album for corn i don't think there was i didn't issues is their first album that was big and then follow the leader was that album and that was like the title track for it right and so the opening of it is 
all these kids playing on a cliff and they like go past the security guard and um he comes up to them and trips and falls and his gun goes off and the bullet goes through it goes past all the kids you think it's gonna hit the little girl on the cliff who's also it's it's literally the album cover for the for this album right with like the hopscotch yeah yeah and so the bullet goes past her and then it goes through a poster on a wall that is the poster of that album and then it the bullet goes like screaming through this house and it's like destroying everything and it like it is it's just a straight line until it finally gets to the band corn who are playing in a like a cylinder filled with holes and there's light poured, pouring in everywhere and the bullet comes up right up to Jonathan Davis's face and he starts doing his weird scat singing like beatbox yeah, thing like beatbox he's like <laughs> boom ba, boom ba, ka, ba, ka, ka. and the bullet starts like dancing around him until like and then he goes like go and it like flies back and goes all the way back through the whole thing again and I thought that shit was so cool. I agree. I thought that the the video... It's from the directors of Little Miss Sunshine. I thought that the video was (laughs) awesome. Yeah. I uh, am confused by the curious case. I listened to that album until it stopped working on my CD player. Wow. Yeah. I was obsessed with it. Until it refused. Until it refused. (laughs) Until I got really into the band, refused. And that was my new favorite band. Um, True story. Uh I I don't know, and I just I fell off on them. I found like other bands that were kind of like them, and until I just got into college, and it was wow. embarrassing to like new metal, and I just gave it up. All right, cool. Does anybody else have any like last minute? Bombs I don't. To drop? If Do I you... if I remember any, I will. Well, uh, one thing that I'll I will say. Privately. <laughs> yeah, I'll say real quick. Should I have said that privately? The whole <laughs> corn thing? No, I'm I am I am thrilled to have a real corn head. Yeah, corn corn cob. Real corn I mean, cob. I, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I as I stated, I was there was that one album that I really loved, and I you know I was I looked them up at some point, and I I saw that they uh, they took a real uh, they took a real swerve at some point, and they made an EDM album. Oh, uh, you know wow. what I think corn fans are called? What corn stars? Anyway, oh, that's great. That's good. That's very good. Uh, this is uh, this. I, I don't know if I've said this on the air or not, but I had a friend who was. Her, I had a friend whose cousin was visiting. I, I grew up in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend whose cousin was Wait. visiting Des Moines. So you're a big Slipknot fan. And she was a very big... She was a huge Slipknot fan. <laughs> yeah. And um, she was like... And we were driving like to, I don't know, whatever high schoolers did. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, I can't believe that like I'm like right where Slipknot is. And I was like, oh, that's, same- like, that's, where the, that's where the drummer lives. She was like, what? what? And then I just continued that for like the rest of the evening. And I was like, yeah, I know where all of them live. This is where the other drummer lives. Yeah. And this then I was like, their I masks. don't. Yeah. Cause like how all could, of those how were, could, all of those were you could literally knocking their door and be like, yeah, this is them. This, they wear the mask obviously. Yeah. So, so they just pointed, just pointed at random houses throughout West Des Moines. They, yeah, man. Yeah. They're, that's not a band I ever got really into, but yeah, none of them are, I bet a number one tonight. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> are they not? Oh, um, one more thing knows. I was going to say is there are so many video directors who are women that thrive and make amazing music videos, and so few of them have gotten movie deals, and I think that, that we need to turn that around. I think that that's true. Uh, yeah. That's definitely true, and also just more uh, female directors should be working, uh, in, general. working in general. The, what's the um, name of the woman who it, did Formation? Melina Matsukas. Yeah. I feel like she's going to win an Oscar for directing Oh, my God, yeah. She's 
She's fantastic. incredible. Absolutely. Did she do the uh, underwater parts of Lemonade too? Probably. Or like that fills with water. The I mean, that was like a movie. Because that yeah. was crazy. Yeah. All right. Tall Chris. Yes. Number one. Number one. Okay. So I'm going to go back to Michelle Gondry, actually. And I thought you were going to say this earlier because you talked about a band who had a lot of different videos and a lot of things associated with them. Um, but this video has always stayed in my brain. And, oh, my God, I don't know what I should do, actually. Should I jump back over to Spike Jones? I'm having a... You're, a, you're having a crisis. I'm having a crisis. Conscious. You're oh, yeah. allowed to have a tie. I will have a... Can I have a tie? But then wouldn't that be number one and two? I have two very important videos, I think, by two different directors we've talked about. If you really are, okay. are in love with both, you can't have a three-way tie, but you can have a two-way. Okay. Um, the first thing I was going to say is Michelle Gondry directed a Foo Fighters song, uh, Forever Long. I, I watched that again this week. Yeah. It's great. And it's still great. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's absurd. And you can see... That's like a thing you asked me earlier. Like, do you think you could see this director's art, his their their style in this video? Everything is said that he's ever done is in this one video. Like, and all the props and stuff too. Like the the giant phone. I was just yeah. like, you like someone had to make that. Well, in Eternal Sunshine, there's this scene where uh, Jim Carrey is a, a toddler. Yeah, and it's all just done through perspective of like a bigger table and the floors slant and stuff. They didn't do anything like. Yeah. Yeah, I think can I, give, I guess the other one. Can I just make it an honorable mention? Yeah, but we should dig more into okay. Yeah, Foo absolutely. Fighters. Um, what just in case people haven't seen it or haven't seen yeah. it recently? What is the plot of Everlong? It has yeah, it has a full it has a full plot because it is um, the entire band plays characters in this, and it's um, it's. I'm, oh my god, I'm blanking on names all of a sudden. Um, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Pat Smear. Pat, yeah, and there, he's 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 in bed with his wife, played by um, Taylor or something. Yeah, and that he's he's dreaming, and you go into his dream, and he's like he's like a punk guy at a party, and where's where his wife is also there, right? And these there are these two guys played by other members of the band. Um, who are very villainous and they basically he's being chased throughout the thing I, I have that like I used to have like uh, nightmares and stuff a lot when I was a kid and those were a lot of the frequent things in them is that I would be like chased by something and you can't get away right I think my body would like would try to, to run in my sheets and I'd just get tangled up so it was like a very real thing for me and like that Feels, uh, Do you think that was helped or hurt by the amount of corn content? You <laughs> well, that was very pre-corn, Chris. I'm corn would be like yeah. fight back. Yeah, corn would be like I corn control the bullet would now. Not be like fight back. Corn is like corn is uh, red pill and food fighters are your... blue pill, and that's not in the red pill the shitty way that it is used as now. But. Right. Um, Everlong has similarities then to uh, human behavior. Yeah. That. Michelle Gondry directed for Bjork where she's being chased by a bear through the, through the woods. And it's like, it's, yeah, it's that a scary nightmare. thing chasing you through the woods. Yeah. Yeah. And they like, and then he, he wakes up and they, they come into his reality and stuff. And then they, they all, the whole room shifts and it's them as a band all of a sudden, like playing their instruments and stuff. And I, I loved all those early Foo Fighters videos because it's pre Dave Grohl facial hair. First right. of all. Um, and it's, like they're always having it's like the Beastie Boys like they're always having fun in those earlier videos yeah 
Like they're always. It looks like a blast. Well, and Dave Grohl had come from a band, especially in videos, who was very serious. Yeah. So that he was having fun. Yeah. Is a big deal. Chris. Yes. What's your number one? My. Oh, no. did we get your oh. honorable mention? Oh, I'm so yeah. You know, I I I can give it right now. Actually. Yeah. Um, it is uh, Spike Jones again. Uh, Fat Boy Slim's Weapon of Choice. Um, the With Christopher yeah. Walken. Yeah. Don't yeah. go on a boat. With Christopher Walken, uh-huh. whatever you do, <laughs> whatever you guys do, if Christopher Walken, Spike Jones, is, if you are listening to this, if he's, Wood. if he's at the marina and says, "Let's go out for a nighttime sail," do you it's think, so peaceful. Do you what think, I will say, though, don't get on that boat. Do you think? Don't get on a boat with Christopher Walken, but trust him with a secret. Oh, Christopher Walken sure. can keep a secret. Yeah. yeah, if you're gonna, if you're having a surprise party, if you are gonna <laughs> propose tonight, mm-hmm. yeah. Like if, you're gonna, if you need somebody to bounce your proposal ideas off of, Christopher Walken won't tell yeah. anything. So His you're lips saying are zipped. That maybe not the Jinx should have trusted that information with Christopher Walken. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying Christopher Walken knows a lot. Yeah. But he's an old old fashioned song and dance man. Uh huh. And he can tap his way to that Fat Boy Slim video. Yeah. So that makes it all fine. Yeah. I in mean the context <laughs> of this in the context of this podcast. Can he bring it in a music video? Yes. Yes. Regular height, Chris. What is your number yes. one? Yes. My number one video is, uh, it is by Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris. It is, I, I am willing to say something that I can't take back and will probably prove to be controversial amongst our listeners. It probably doesn't paint me as having particularly great taste. The history of this podcast has <laughs> laid the groundwork. That's, uh, that's true. <laughs> we just, we just dragged me for being a cornhead. So <laughs> That's true. Uh, my number one video for this episode is also what I said at the outset of this, that it was my favorite music video of all time. Okay. And it is Californication by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Wow. That, that is a video that I watched prior to this tonight. I think that's fine for that to be your favorite. I, here is why it is my favorite video of all time. Mm. It, it, most of it is rooted in nostalgia but it was like such a joy for me to watch. I remember when it came on screen, I was just like enraptured by like seeing the world that it unlocked. Like right. that it was uh, a cinematic story told through a different kind of medium. Like it was told through a video game. I really wanted to play that video game. I really wanted to like know what all the things meant in it. Like I read, I read it really close and I was like, this is like this, this bear in the woods represents uh, this. And a lot of the things I thought were deep about it are actually like really, really, really not that deep. So they're each like characters in a video game who each have their own level. So they're all their own mission. So they're all, so it's, this is the one that is a video game and it's all like CG animated. Right. Uh, all four members of them are like, you can like select your player and they like toggle in between all of them. Right. And uh, you, and so there's like, it's all set in California and it's all of them sort of trying to like make their way through California to LA basically is right. the plot of it. And like, they like, and like the, the, the state is like crumbling around them. There's like wildfires and like forests are cleared. And then like, uh, Anthony Kiedis is like swimming with a shark and then on top of a shark at various right. points. And then Flea is snowboarding and then snowboarding over the Golden Gate Bridge. And then they all like meet up and then they are in real life. Uh, whoa. And 
yeah, I I thought that a lot of the things were in it were like more symbolic than they really were. Like right. the message of it is like Hollywood is fake, and it, I was like, yeah. that is deep, and this it's really a, not that deep. Uh, a blonde Anthony Kiedis. A blonde Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. Uh, the better, like uh, uh, from an academic level, the better Dayton Ferris Red Hot Chili Peppers video, even from this period, might be Other Side. Right. That is actually it's like really German impressionism. Yeah, like uh uh MC Escher. Their early yeah. sort of like stuff. a uh so they, you know, like, what, how what, at what point Californication must have been the, their fourth or something. Yeah, it's like it's it's yeah. after it's the one that uh Oh, their their video. I mean like they've done a lot. They yeah. did a lot of Yeah, yeah they had videos. done a lot. Yeah. Like they clearly like they, they really saw eye to eye as art like as what they yeah. wanted it for to be represented as yeah and we watched a thing right before this i watched like a uh almost like a like a director's commentary track of californication uh and i thought that like oh the choice to make it a video game was influenced by like uh, the artifice of gaming culture and like thought that it was i really like took yeah. it to a, a, a i mean deep, they all seem to take it very seriously a deep place uh, and they were like, oh, no, we just couldn't think of an idea. And then, like, we couldn't think of anything. And, and then, then one we day we were one. like, what if we made a, a video that looked like a video game? And then we right. did it. And, like, that's it. That's and then all the things wild. are like, we just had, like, everybody, like, figure out what they wanted to do. And then they were like, okay. Yeah. Then we did it. <laughs> this is a little off. Do you guys know who uh, Anthony Kiedis' babysitter was when he was a kid? Oh, no, you told me that you Natalie found Natalie Wood. No, that would be, that would be, I don't know if that would be good or bad. Anthony Kiedis' babysitter when he was a kid was Cher. What? <laughs> what? How? How? What's, I, when, I would Cher, when would Cher have been babysitting? She was famous at 16. I love the idea of Cher babysitting. Yeah. She, How old was he? And it may have been a thing where she like knew someone he knew and looked after him for an afternoon. But it is true when he was, yeah, he was like preteen. He was probably like nine or ten. And his, his babysitter was Cher. I actually want to think that Cher has like one of those like babysit. She has like a nursery in her house for a long time, you know, with, like a banner out front. It's like, you know, sure. she's like running a daycare, a day yeah, share, yeah. a day that's share. Not no, that's great. pretty not, good. It's pretty not, good. Not pretty good. Pretty good. I'm proud. I know because like it. Uh, a, a Cher ran <laughs> daycare center would be called. I've got your babe. That's better. Oh boy, <laughs> that's better. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, oh my she, god! Uh, and then later, if you recall, earlier Chili Peppers days, he had a share haircut. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. long flowing center part. What does yeah. he have now? Because his goatee. Now he's got a mustache. It goes, he's got a very serious mustache. Yeah, it goes back and forth. It looks like a spider crawled on his face. Who is the guitarist in Red Hot Chili Peppers right now? Uh, I do think it's it is once in a while John Frusciante, but I don't know who it is officially. I don't know if he's permanently in the band or not. I know that they are all still like CrossFit. I have a very so yeah. that's oh yeah. My God, yeah in Californication, re- the level of just casual shirtlessness is infuriating. I to read me. an article that they were once also that bad to their bodies, but always ripped always to shit, always ready, yeah. ready shape. always ready to just like I, rip that sh- get in a sock. No, I, I heard they constantly, like, showed... They were, like, constantly getting nude and, like... and They're probably... Each, braining, stra- like, people they like that were producers and shit on their stuff. Like, they were constantly, like, a little nightmarish. Oh, I'm Chi- sure. Childish and, like, stupid. Yeah. But I'm sure, yeah. I, I They're bet. probably all vegan. Maybe. 
They look like they'd all be vegan now. I bet Flea is for sure Flea is vegan. Definitely vegan. Yeah. Well, in in Californication, he has like sort of like a pita subplot. Which one of them believes in chemtrails? You think? Oh, oh. <laughs> is it uh, Chad the drummer? Chad the drummer. I think because he looks so much like Will Ferrell, I just think that <laughs> oh he God. is Will Ferrell at certain points. Yeah. And so Will I just Ferrell always comes out and think goes, that, I've been living a double life. <laughs> yeah, that Chad the drummer is just like a goof. Just like a good-natured goof that yeah. is a, is a, an, uh, was raised by elves. Maybe so. I have a boring story about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. So <laughs> it's... Uh, <laughs> Uh, my my uncle um, before they were like they were it was my uncle uh, was flying first class for some work thing brag wow. yeah and uh, and he was sat next to Flea on this flight of like Flea going out to MTV for some sp- like thing like kind of like as the the precipice of them becoming famous right and he was like he was a, he was a nice young man you know that was like the yeah, yeah. The, the context thing of this so yeah it's it's one of those. It's that's why it's a boring story. It's really not. There's nothing really in there. Well, yeah, I love somebody who's like dipped into the celebrity population in any way. I don't yeah. find uh-huh. that boring. Yeah. So, Californication, my uh, number one video. Uh, the the thing that I could not find was um, the um, whoever did all of the graphics for Californication. I have no idea. Yeah. I saw. I mean, I saw like footage of them being filmed on a green screen yeah. for that, and then they were just saying like all this talk about the quote unquote computer people that like make it happen. I don't know yeah. who those computer people are. I know that was, was never soft, man. Those Tony Hawk boys getting in there. Yeah. Well, maybe. It was based on, is it crazy taxi? Taxi? Maybe. Yeah. The that name of the right. video game that yeah. Yeah, a lot of it was based Which on. Which had offspring uh, songs in it. They nice. got a advance PlayStation two to, to, to see get, like, the, mods the, the of, thing. Yeah. It, it had not yet been released and they got like that's a, wild they said they got a gray market ps2 to like see the graphics of it I, I on imvdb the visual effects are credited to someone named ryan thompson who's also listed as a producer uh but i don't know who i don't know who or, or what that has to do at what level that interferes with the yeah. like people doing the work? He had the uh, the most expensive computer made at that time. Maybe yeah. like a Pentium Four. It was a Dell, I think. <laughs> right? Yeah. Ryan. Yes. What is your number one? I have a number one. So my number one is by a, a director that I thought for sure was going to come up ten times on this, and I almost didn't pick him for anything because I was like, I'll just chip in on other people's conversations. Spike Jones. It is by David Fincher. Oh. who directed in the 80s and 90s like all of Paul Abdul. legendary videos mm-hmm. all of Paul Abdul Vogue, a lot of Madonna Freedom 90 Freedom 90 which is I think one of the best videos ever made um, of course then in the 90s he went on to direct a lot of films he uh, made the movie Alien 3 was his debut and then he said he'd never make a movie again and he didn't for about three or four years went back to videos um, the video that I've chosen for by him is kind of a surprise. It's probably one of his lesser knowns of this group. It's a video called Oh Father by Madonna. Um, and the reason that I, I have picked, not seen it. The reason I picked it is because he shot a bunch of videos where it's sort of artist forward, like artist first, where the lead singers and, and, and artists were portrayed as like hyper glamorous and hyper like powerful. And this is the one where really the director is the star. Like he's really like, really like leaning on his influences uh oh father is based largely on citizen kane 
<laughs> which for wow, for movie a, for movie references is a bold reference. That's a big swing. He's like swinging for the fences, and it has a lot of those things. Like it opens with a little girl playing out in the snow, and then we pan back from her into the back window of a house into a scene that's taking place in the house, which is how Citizen Kane begins. Mm-hmm. Um, in Citizen Kane, inside the house, we find out that he has been given up for adoption and he's going to go live somewhere else. And inside uh, childhood Madonna's house, uh, her mother is dying. Um, and that is a thing that happened in real life. Her mother died and then you know she lived with a single dad. That happens in this. It continues to have Citizen Kane references throughout in terms of the style. There's lots of uh, people doing one thing and shadows doing another. There's lots of uh, images of people being refracted by like glasses and snow globes and windows and things like that. What album is O Father from? I don't. It's I from don't Like a Prayer. Know it. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, it 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 fits thematically with that. Obviously, there's lots of religious imagery in the song and in the video. It's probably her least explicit of that time. Um, and it's a true like acting role, which uh, we've talked about this before. A lot of singers in videos really wanted movie deals back then. And, and What year was this? It was 89. So she got Dick Tracy for this. Maybe. Yeah. It was um, right after Express Yourself. Right. Um, and it's the energy of it and the tone of it is completely different. Like it's just a drama. It's a full <laughs> drama. Um, there's like the contrast of someone who uh, is living with a dad who isn't prepared to be a single dad versus um, her as an adult living with an abusive husband, which may be something thematically from life. I'm not here to say if that's true or not. Um, but yeah, it's a great video. It has one of the most disturbing images I've ever seen in a video, and it is um, childhood Madonna, the, the young girl who plays her as a kid goes to her mother's funeral and sees uh, her mouth sewn shut. I have that pulled up on one of my computer. Uh, feel free to react to this however honestly you'd like to. What the hell? Yeah, that's very upsetting. I don't like that. Um, I don't I like that at all. I can only assume that's sort of based on reality. Body horror stuff freaks me out yeah. like, a lot. Anything um, with the human body scares me. An yeah. interesting thing about David Fincher is that in his videos he portrays almost exclusively like glamour turned up to 11. Like they're almost always based on movies. Like express yourself is based on metropolis. Um, obviously Vogue has lots of film references. There's probably some like uh, Valley of the dolls or something in freedom 90. Um, he's someone who continues to make videos by the way. Um, but in his yeah, he movies made suit and tie by Justin Timberlake, his movies tend to be focused on like male aggression and like, toxic male energy things like the social network and fight club and seven and when he does have a female lead like gone girl or uh dragon tattoo it's women like getting getting revenge against those kinds of men it's interesting that he's never made like like that he didn't direct chicago the musical or something like you know what i mean that he hasn't made like a super glamorous movie yeah that's a, yeah, that's really interesting actually. Um, you know, and I and I, I looked at David Fincher's stuff over and over again and I kept uh associating him with the director of Brick uh for some reason. Well, so we Ryan Johnson directed that. We talked to him about him a couple of we- uh episodes ago. Yeah. He directed a really good video uh for Oh Baby by L C D sound system. Yeah. Yeah, that, that also was great. sparked this episode probably a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's I, a that's a yeah. full movie in and of itself. Yeah. I think a lot of the best 
like I think I think all these directors too. I mean, a lot of them we talked about tonight have done again music videos for like electronic artists and stuff. Yeah, and I think that there's just so much freedom in that. You know, like mm-hmm. there's you're not telling a narrative driven by the lyrics of the song. You're telling yeah. a narrative like based off of the video you're trying to shoot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the case with this. I mean, he does definitely have. He had an urge to prove he could do some Citizen Kane shots. But this is definitely like artist specific. There's a there's a shot in a confessional that is like beautifully shot, but it's also one of those things where, you know, in nineteen eighty nine, if you have an idea for Catholicism in a video and you're you have a Madonna song in front of you, I mean she's like, Oh, fuck yeah, sign me up. Right. He definitely has like all of his stuff has darker tones, you know. Definitely. And I think in like comparison to like Michelle Gondry, who's like all of his stuff feels so much lighter in that too like I, yeah. looked, I saw a song on there for a band that had this is like their one song in the US it was Stereogram uh, okay. Walkie Talkie Man and the whole thing is done with like um, like cross, cross stitch oh is that Michelle Gondry yeah Michelle Gondry oh that yeah. fits totally with his yeah. his deal yeah and like I think like a lot of this stuff like going through everything it's like yeah these de- you definitely have a tone you know and it's really exciting to see because I think like that makes that makes like you know Hero Mariah like the his movie coming out. It's like well he's done all these videos. They yeah. they all have they're so like they're so beautifully shot and they're so um, like their their stories are telling are really well told. The the, the 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 things the shots they they create with it are so visually like appealing. That yeah. You just can't pull your eyes away from them. It's well, and you'll probably like, see that in his film too. Yeah, that's really exciting. I mean, like you know? David Fincher, the opening credits of his movies, like if, especially Seven and mm-hmm. Girls Dragon Tattoo, those are basically music videos as opening acts for yeah. his movies. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, I, I guess I never thought about it. You know, like yeah. uh, a director for a music video is they're 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 still they they have their own expressive like interested art and stuff like yeah the things that they want to do like they show up over and over again and i like yeah that's really f- it's nice it's fun so i th- i think we did it i think we did it we, we did definitely it. the people listening to this will have some favorites that we didn't get to i'm sure but things are gonna come we, back we will like, for sure come back there's a few that i have in t- we've touched on but yeah. i've avoided and I think going into in depth the combo of more. videos and movies was important like i'm on record as saying mark romanic's my favorite video director and he didn't come up on this but there's it's not the episode for him no he's got we've we have things to talk about for him yeah it's don't worry about it don't guys chill out <laughs> everybody calm down everybody is freaking out right now okay. close your bedroom door put on some corn yeah. so tall chris arneson where tell our listeners regular, where people can find you Ryan. Find you in the world online. You can follow me if you'd like on Twitter um, at Chip Snackerson. Um, okay. And uh, it's a lot of political posts usually, but every now and again I make a joke. That's um, fine, yeah. Or uh, I have fun on there. I'm, 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 again, I'm finding my voice on there finally after wow. all these years. You know, cool. realizing I can I can use Twitter uh, and have fun doing it. You Good. Know? Wow. Um, and if you want, you can. Uh, I I know Ashley was on here a couple episodes ago. Yeah, I'm on Chicago Breakfast with her. One of my uh, faves. Yeah, thanks so much. Love stacks. Um, and <laughs> I uh, we have. Uh, you can find us on um, on Instagram at CB Improv, and you can find us on Facebook Chicago Breakfast um, Improv. So all right, yeah. cool. Be fun to see everybody. Well, thanks for coming and thanks for all your hard work. Thank you for inviting me. (laughs) Yeah, this was a lot of hard work. Thank you 
so much for stopping by. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, yeah. Ryan. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good week, everybody. This world is bullshit. It sure is. Have a good night. Yep. Bye. Bye.